Any audiobook praising civility is likely to encounter this sort of criticism. There is something peculiarly unsatisfying about cases with which no decent-minded reader could disagree, speaking up for trust, loyalty, teamwork, dialogue, pluralism, an acceptance of difference, and a sensitivity to others, is not the most world-shaking of moral standpoints. It is hard to see it competing with Machiavelli's The Prince or Nietzsche's Genealogy of Morals for sheer shock value. Not many works loudly proclaim the virtues of suspicion, disloyalty, uniformity, and rampant egoism. Such criticism can be justified, but it does not apply to this audiobook. A touch of aggression on this point serves the interest of clarity. Civility is not sugary froth, but an ideal of visceral importance. Clear claims can be made about it. For one thing, it is possible to specify a condition that is poorly understood to explain both why it is desirable and why alternatives to it tend to be repulsive. Differently put, analysis of civility will allow us to properly appreciate our better selves thereby setting up a prescriptive ideal toward which we should aim. For another importance has sociological as well as moral content. Civil behavior has powerful and measurable consequences on identity, and these lie behind social decencies. This too can be put differently, by insisting that the normative thrust of the argument is neither vapid nor effete, but wholly practical. This is not to say that the ideal is always embraced. Some are misled by the attractions of alternatives. Others exhibit sheer folly, often as the result of the love of power. All of this is to say that the analysis here is hard rather than sloppy, as is neatly demonstrated by the praise it bestows on the prince.